We'd like to take a minute to thank this week's sponsor, Local Menace Apparel. Local Menace is a Dallas, Texas-based apparel brand that is hell-bent on destroying your wardrobe and has been providing the world with bad fashion since 2017. From shirts to hats to some dope-ass bottle openers. Check them out at localmenace.com for all your anti-fashion needs. Don't forget to sign up for their Bad Fashion Brigade mailing list. Stay updated on new merch, weekly sales, and exclusive discounts. Because they got new merch coming out all the time with brand new shirt drops every month. Make sure to use our code POPPUNK at checkout for 25% off your order. Thanks so much. Now let's get back to the show. Well, you know what time of... Uh, of- the week it is. It is clearly a Monday, and we are back with a brand new episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. And today we had some special guests on. We had Stop, Drop, Rewind. And these guys, dude, these guys are one, they're fucking funny. Two, they're smart. It's all get out. I like I cannot uh believe yes. how smart they are. And they are dedicated to their craft. Like literally, uh, we didn't know what was going on, but uh uh, Chris and For Andy, like, uh, like they're so dedicated that like Andy, uh, who was on during the first half, was literally going to play a show, and yep, uh, was- and. And we had Chris, who was like doing uh, some logistics stuff for the band, and then apparently five minutes before the podcast even started, they just finished like filming some some sort of uh, promo or uh, I forgot what they had a video. Uh, yeah, a it video. Was some sort of like, video. these guys are literally on the grind, and they, like I respect the fuck out of that. So, so if you if hear you like keep- cars like yep. in the background or like uh, uh, Chris driving or, or like that's what that is, and uh, holy shit, I respect the fuck out of that like 100 percent, 100 percent. absolutely let's get into that episode welcome back to another episode of where did all my friends go a podcast about life in the music industry and today we have chris dj and andy andy will be popping in back and forth throughout the day because he's actually in arkansas playing a gig he's actually doing what we want to be doing but uh here we are with stop drop rewind stop drop rewind is from let's see if i get this right Valspari- Val- valparaiso Pariso. Valparaiso. It's like Valparaiso. Hello. Yes. Indiana. Well, that's Indiana for you. And uh, (laughs) and then there's one in there's it's Spanish. If there's one in Chile, also. Oh. Oh. So basically, what I have what I have here on this on this interview card is this is what happens when emo kids grow up and get jazz degrees. (laughs) Uh, Us, not the town. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes, the town you is guys, as you guys. about as Indiana as as you could imagine. That is that is us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff that's that's that. think, yeah, no, that's Valparaiso. Valparaiso. Uh, yeah. that, that's the town. Val, Valparaiso is it's a bunch super of emo, emo kids that yeah. got jazzy. You know what? If that's the that's case, I'm moving. For. Yep. <laughs> we had we had a good we had a good scene for like one show because there was like a progressive metal band that uh, everybody kind of rallied around. It was our friends and um, some of the guys we were friends with in a band called Vultures and. Uh, we had like 80 or 90 kids show up to a coffee shop one time. And so then that got shut down pretty fast. Yeah. There's a, there's a little venue in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota called uh, Cadence Records. Oh, and I love Cadence Records. Uh, it's awesome. I love playing Cadence. It is the tiniest room. Like you will pack out this room with like 30 people. And oh, yeah. And then those are like, good, though. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're amazing. The and then it like bleeds into the record shop. And like little people be people out like in the record shop, just like trying to like peek in through the doorway. And oh man, when those when shows like that, like book and sell and just fill up, mm, I, like I would take that over over like a two hundred cap almost any day. Like just they're just so much fun. Well, oh, yeah. we're not filling two hundred caps though. So, well, you know there's that. Well, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. Neither neither are we. But those, yeah, that we got we play we do our album releases at the in the basement of the music store uh, in town um, that I taught at for a while also, and uh, that like 
that's the kind of place like our, our element and aftermath, our 2018 album release, there was people like had to sit on like the stairs to the other floor and stuff. And like, we're like nice. peeking around the corner to like try and see the show. This album release was not that because it was five degrees outside. And also it was uh, insane, like COVID surge out here. So like, right. not that, I guess we shouldn't get into a death fest. Not that anybody in Indiana cares about that. <laughs> they just all literally were sick. So they couldn't come to the show. It's Fair. Indiana. We understand. We're Literally getting, everyone had it. We're going, yeah. we're going right hard right out the gate with Ed. We're just, oh yeah, man. I can't, I can't, like, I can't help myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, but isn't that the case though? Like you just like, like shit on the place where you're from. Yeah. It's about as pop punk emo as it gets, you know, yeah. fuck this yeah. place. The, literally you know? I we, saw, I think I saw a TikTok that was like, uh, the only difference between pop punk and country music is how you feel about your hometown. <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh shit yeah were you we, say, DJ? we did we oh. did oh i was gonna take that over too yeah we yeah. did move here we did move here on purpose we uh, left we're not actually from here yeah what was say that it, say it again dj i said we left our hometown already oh so what is your hometown we're, yeah chris and i are both from uh suburb of baltimore oh wow. oh really yep Why'd baltimore to indiana that's correct that seems like a downgrade. Doesn't it? <laughs> DJ is clearly hey, upset. Hey, DJ got a DJ got a wife out of this, so I don't That's know. That's true. I, I married a Hoosier lady, so <clears throat> I, That's fair. There's, there's a win. There's there's a win. That's true. So do I don't guys, even want to say a silver lining because it she'll that, that doesn't sound like a very good way to describe my wife, but <laughs> tell her she's a gold it's a gold gold medal lining. Exactly. That's well, exactly will, okay. Yeah. Will she listen to the podcast? Yes. Oh, yes. Probably. probably. Hell yeah. Um, She is extremely supportive. That's awesome. It's always great when you have a significant other that's like actually supportive of what you do. What's a significant other? Bear had one at one time. She wasn't supportive. Oh, that sucks. (laughs) It's like a best friend. (laughs) (laughs) So, did you guys move to Indiana for school then? Or, yes. Chris did. Uh, okay. I moved to Indiana to join Stop, Drop, Rewind like a year after Chris moved out here. Mm. Okay. So what was that like for you? Were you like, you know, I mean, Stop, Drop, and Rewind back, like back then was still, you know, I mean, every band is still an up and coming band. But right. that that for like, even a year ago would be more of a risk than it would be today because of what, what you guys have already garnered at this point. So mm. let's get into that real quick. It's what made you make an entire like uproot your life move to indiana for uh, for a band that's let's be honest that's a risk what made you want to do that? i mean chris and i have been playing music together since we were 10 years old right now uh, and i you know I, we, we went to separate colleges at first uh and i was in other bands i was still in maryland at the time and i was in other bands and just didn't feel the same and i i just figured i wanted to see it through with him i thought the strongest products i put out was the stuff that we wrote together yeah. Uh, and he was in a band out here that was working, you know, our, our plan at the time was we'll just keep our band from Maryland going in the summers. And then after college, we'll hit that full force. And then we yeah. kind of both were like, why are we waiting? Why don't we just do this now with the band we have together? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, four, four months a year is not enough time to like do something. No, <laughs> that's, that's a side project. And we quickly realized that was what it was going to be. So we figured we'd make our main project the one that we could do year round. And that mm-hmm. stopped Rapper Wine. So here I am. And, and that's a mentality that, like, personally, I'm I'm all for. I am all for, like, side projects, 100%. But oh, yeah. Something that I've seen in my own personal experience, and there's, it's not a bash. It's not, like, degrading this in any shape or form, because if you like it, you like it. But I've never been able to wrap my head around the idea of side projects when your main project still isn't anything. Right. Now, oh, I mean, I like fun. And, and again, like, it, it doesn't bother me. Like, it, I'm not sitting here like, what the hell are you doing? It's like, oh, I just don't understand it. Because I'm sitting here like, if it were my band, I'd want that band to grow into something that out of that, something more could happen. Right. So it's like, if I'm creating a side project, on a band that still isn't where I want it to be, I'm already splitting my, um, my attention into two different. Now, both of them are side projects. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Well, you, yeah so don't. you mean like to be to be clear, you mean like when people are like doing it for like they're having shows multiple times a month, they might do like a weekender if they're at that level, they might be in the studio and they have like merch, like and they're promoting it online as and then also doing that as a side project. And you're like, why are you spending the time on is that you don't mean just like hanging out with your buddies in their basement having like a funny band, right? No, no. I, I mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. trying to take two to three different bands seriously when so okay, like, yeah. the first band you so like is your standard main drummers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I Most will give drummers, drummers a break in. because they're few and far between. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Andy's killing I, it right now. <laughs> I just every I it's just like almost every drummer I know. I I don't know Andy so, but almost every drummer I know is at least involved in about two to three four, bands. Yeah, at least I would say three to four different bands. Jeez. Yeah, he's I not mean, gonna have to he Huh? He's playing. We're not. So. <laughs> yeah, right, mm, point taken. <laughs> there it is. There's that. So Andy, two on Andy, the and I, <laughs> Andy and I play. Andy and I play full time, and Andy plays like extremely full time. So yeah. there's not a band that Andy doesn't do. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But I mean, again, or like an artist or whatever. Right. Yeah. And that's as long that's as also it pays. <laughs> right. And that's also one of the things we were saying that there's a, like drummers are so few and far between really as it is. So it's like it's it's easy for them to be busy when guitar players kind of a dime a dozen. We, we, yeah, we've said it on this podcast before, but you could throw a rock out of a moving car and hit a guitarist in Wisconsin. Mm. Like <laughs> you certainly can. <laughs> Not here. It's just me. I get all the work. You get nice. all the work. <laughs> I love it. So one of the things I want to say, like your guys, so your guys' sound is incredibly unique. It's smart, it's technical, and it's very catchy. So, how do you guys categorize your genre when uh, people come up to you and ask? Uh, we, I use right. Oh, go ahead, DJ. Uh, I said we get really nervous and really clammy and kind of <laughs> stammer over like trying to figure out what that person likes, so we could say trend our explanation towards that direction. Because honestly, we don't have a fully satisfactory answer to this question. That's, math, that's fair. Just say math. Yet. I, I actively don't say math rock because we're not like a math rock band. I mean, it's fair. Until, until you watch your TikToks where it's like, well, this bar is in, it's actually in 14 right? Going to one bar of. <laughs> but here's the, and, and hold on to your Twitter, DJ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're like the reason i don't say math rock is because i do all of that stuff to be interesting and say something and not to scare and confuse people sure like to be deliberately inaccessible right so part of like the math rock thing is that you're if you're supposed to notice that it's in an odd time signature so that the listener goes oh cool it's an odd time signature right like i'm somehow better and more eclectic right. because I listen to math rock. <laughs> we are kind of operating on the opposite wavelength where if you could listen to the whole song, sing all the lyrics and not notice that there's an odd time signature. Mm -hmm. And then if you actually dig into it, you're like, wait a second, they just changed you know, meter like four times. Yeah. And that actually, um, I mean, you probably know this, you guys know this as like as songwriters in general, especially songwriters who play in different time signatures than four, four. Um, one of the things that I decided to do over the last couple of years was like try to understand why pop music is as good and as popular as it is. And everyone thinks, oh, it's the same formula. It's the same A, B, A, B, C, B formula. Okay. There's a little truth to that. But then like I started like listening to the time signatures of like the really popular songs. They're not all in 4-4. Four, four. It's not Those, always in 4 no, no. Yeah. And it's like, those are the ones that I gravitate to because it's interesting. Even if I'm not thinking about it, like, like, cause back onto what you're saying about math rock, there's a deliberation. Like there's, it's deliberate where you're like, yeah. I'm purposely listening to a song at a different time signature. However, when you can play around with time signatures and not notice the change, it's that much better and more intriguing and captures your attention. Even that much more, even if you have no idea or like, or actively like counting you you wouldn't know and that's right. what i think is one of the most amazing subtleties about being able to play in different time signatures than 4-4 four four. 
I like music that has, and actually uh, DJ and Lisa have talked about this quite a bit. Um, oh, sorry, Andy, what? Andy? Oh, oh, he gone. He's out. Oh, that's a that's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah, yes. kinda. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, said, I was gonna, I was going to say I think the difference is in the process of how you approach it because for us the music comes first and then time signature is meant for an an um, analyzation of it and instead of the first thing you do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Stop me if I'm wrong, but having the time signature come as an afterthought to the process makes it that much more intriguing. Like, yeah, it's a, it's an, it's supposed to be an organic part of the song. So yes. I generally don't sit down and this is the difference with math rock and why they're all going to yell at us on Twitter. But um, <laughs> they sit down and say, man, I'm really going to get them. And I'm going to write this song in alternating 17 and then 13, 16. And like, that's so impenetrable. Yeah. Um, if I, write something in uh, all, a unusual time signature. Cause like, I don't really count, uh, you know, four, three, six, eight, 12, eight, that kind of stuff is like pretty standard. And everybody can kind of feel that naturally. And a lot most of our music that we listen to has it. Anything else. Um, it, when it's really starting to get mixed, we generally wrote that sort of organically. And then we sit down and pick, then we set it. So, I'm probably not playing in like 11, like a six and a five every single time when we're writing the riff, we're just playing. We're just like either uh, uh, going over a riff that sounds cool and maybe finessing it a little bit or like trying to come up with something like, Oh, you know, this isn't quite there. Like let's add this or take this away. And then after a while, when it feels good, you say that you stop and I'll say, Hey DJ count, count this for me. Mm-hmm. And that's where we, he get. And then the one that feels the best then we set the meter and then you have to learn the part in the, in the funny, mm-hmm. funny yeah. business time signature. So if it ends up being 11, I guarantee we played it in like nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 and 14 when we wrote it. And then that was the one that felt the best for the song. And then we pick it and then make all of the measures in 11, just as a hypothetical example here. Yeah. And sometimes it changes when we add lyrics, you know, after, right. after I finish writing a, writing a vocal line or a melody, sometimes, you know, we're like that actually does need another beat to breathe, you know, or something oh, yeah. like that. And we end up totally, totally scrapping what we had before. And now we've <laughs> yeah. completely different. Yeah. But back to what Andy was saying, it all comes up as a part of the process without making it as deliberate as it needs to be in this signature and right. everything else Correct. needs to work around it. I also don't, we, I also don't say we're math rock and I can, I can funnel us back to your actual question here because we don't have, besides being funny and taking little digs at math rock guys here, we don't have like, we, we barely have any two hand tapping and that's such a huge part of the math rock sound. And we don't have um like the twinkly guitars really, you know, we have a lot of guitar work that, that I really like, right? but we don't have, we don't really have that clean kind of telecaster twinkle, twinkle sound. Yeah. Um, or the, like, uh, the like Midwest emo vocals. Or something like that. Cor- correct. Yeah. So, and a lot of other, and you know, Andy, Andy is more likely to go into like kind of a backbeat to, and this goes with that meter thing instead of like some kind of 16th note angular here. He's at least as likely to do both. So, I, you know, it. We're not. We're, that's why <laughs> you know, I don't. You know, like so. When people ask, we we play rock and roll. Like that's all we. That's what we do. Yeah, we, we're in a rock band. That, I mean, well, here's my here's my tiered my tiered answer to those. Uh, your question there. So the, you know, from it's, it's you're following us on TikTok and stuff. Um, you know, we say uh, prog punk because that's what everybody on TikTok says, and it seems yeah. to like play pretty well. Yeah, I. I've been using that just because now so many people have said it. I was like, I guess that's what we are. No, that it's, it's, um, it's man. What, Dade remembered did that. I don't remember what oh, oh, crap. I can't remember what oh, they, okay. they called themselves. Like, uh, but a day to remember did something similar um, because they were one of the first, not, not the first band, but one of the first bands to come up with basically like easy core. Oh yeah, I was okay. You know, um, I'm like they're definitely not progressive or prog. No, anything. no, like they did it with like you know Easy Core and, and, and same with uh, same with uh, Chunk No Captain Chunk and and uh, 
uh, even like newfound glory. Like, so like there have been people out there who have like branded themselves differently than um, than what the genre dictates. But like if you say prog punk, you're like, yeah, I can get a pretty good grasp even just hearing what you're saying into what that's going to sound like. And that's really, really important because, yes. I mean, even like as like Daryl was like talking earlier, it's like, that's a hard question to ask, like to answer when somebody comes yeah. up to our merch table and is like, what do you want? It's like, nobody wants an over, unless you're in a math rock fan, we're going to, so we're going to get so much shit. Nobody, yes. <laughs> nobody wants to hear you describe your music the way you think it sounds. Right, And I know that sounds like ass backwards, but they just want to know because like they're uh, like DJ was saying, they want to be able to relate you to their favorite artist or what yep. they listen to. It's so it's like, I used to make a joke on stage where it was like, people be like, what do you sound like? We sound like your favorite band. There you go. That's uh. <laughs> like, it was, it was really dumb, but um, it, see, well, we're like kind of pop punk mixed with like hints and, like pop and and uh, and like rock and a little metal. Nobody gives a shit. Just call yourselves pop rock. Like nobody cares. They just want right. that direct. Can I relate this to some forty one or Blink one eighty two? Because if I can, those are the punk bands that I know, and this is going to be so much easier for my music taste. So like being able to find that uh, prog punk, that's fucking awesome. And we we do that too. If if sometimes when people ask, uh, we'll just give them. We'll throw out two bands. We'll say we're a cross between Fallout Boy and Rush. You know, or something nice. like that. It lets them know what yeah. they're into. Yeah, it's what they're have, what they're getting into. Yeah, absolutely. Right, it's going to have the Fallout Boy aesthetic, but we're going to play our instruments. Absolutely. So that's, speaking, of, that's oh, go ahead. There go we ahead. go. Oh, can you guys hear me again now? Sorry, I yeah. think I yeah. lost you for a second. Yep, we need. Okay, cool. Yeah, that one. The thing about. Um, I was going to say the Fall Out Boy meets Rush thing too, because relating it to something they know, you guys already covered that. That's great. Sorry, I lost you there. Um, Prog Punk is also it's it's immediately accessible, but it also makes you want to find out more. Yes, it, there's, um, a little, there's a little mystery behind it. It's the little, it's the little hint. The one that, and then the one that we like. We actually. Oh, we're losing you. We're losing you. I think he's about to tell you the one that we came up with for ourselves was progressive power pop, but we oh, found okay. that that doesn't that's... help people know what we're going to sound like that much. That just asks, that's more questions. Yeah. More questions. That yeah. makes sense. So let's, let's move on to our next question, which is, I just wanted to see, like, so you released your first EP uh, part of the whole in, in 2012 maintained a steady stream of music since then uh, all the while maintaining that signature sound. Uh, of all of the music you've released, what would you say are a few of your favorite songs? Uh, I mean, I'm partial to the new ones um, because they're new. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, how about you? How about you pick one off of every record, DJ? That'll give okay. us like, more, <laughs> of, like off the 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 four releases, the, the three albums, and then the singles. Okay, so we'll we'll start. We'll uh, everything with Andy on it is canon. Everything before that is just extended universe. Okay, uh, I, like so, it. I understand that. That's that's for me. That's I like what that. that was for. It's kind of like oh a God. multiverse there. So we'll start with Polarity since that's the first canon album. Uh, my favorite one off of Polarity is probably Guts. Really okay. like that song. Still kind of our mission statement. Uh, when people are like, what do you sound like? What like what should I listen to? That. Uh, my favorite <laughs> off of Element and Aftermath. I want to say the dissonance, actually. I really like the dissonance a lot. And entire orchestra. Uh, my favorite of the singles is... Is Love No Medicine a single, Chris? Can I say Love No Medicine? Uh, I was also probably going to say Love No Medicine, so... Yeah. Okay. Uh, Love No Medicine... Uh, or words, I really like words and scary stories too, though. Uh, and then off the new album, my favorite is probably Shadows in the Cave or Smokestack Shrieking. Good one. Drastically different. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that's okay. And that yeah. is okay. 
So, Chris, do we have you back fully? Are you here? I, I am fully back. I heard all of DJ. I heard all of DJ's picks, and I thought they were all definitely songs I'd recommend. Can you? You guys can still hear me too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Nope, we got you. Was that was that question a question I was supposed to answer as well? You are more than welcome to, if you want to. Otherwise, we okay. can keep keep going. I'll, I made DJ do it, and that's like a really hard. I like I hate that question. <laughs> that's so fair. I will. I will we'll make myself do it. Ditto what DJ well. said. No, cool. Yeah, I like. I'm gonna de- I'm I'm definitely going to ditto. I don't I I struggle with it because you may have already discovered I have long-winded opinions about music. Um, no way. Uh, yeah, this <laughs> might shock you. Uh, I it's the same thing like you said about the genres. I te- musicians you tend to like want to say my favorite song is this song that is like I'm the most proud of. I'm very aware that the one that I should show somebody is like the complete fucking opposite song. <laughs> like That's fair. The only one that is the exception to this and why DJ referenced it also is this is our song guts, which I find to still be like a really good, like, okay, what is exactly does your band sound like? What's all the stuff you do? And then also when people listen to it, they are like, Oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> like it hits all those things that you like would want a song to do. So guts off yeah. the first one. Um, and then uh, off of element and aftermath, I am going to say wild man song. And I'm going to be justified by like the six people on TikTok who have told me how much they love it since they've found out about the album, even though that song is definitely just for me. There's a whole (laughs) bunch of of things about that album that, uh, oh, the ATM just shot all my checks back at me. Thanks. Um, There you go. There's a bunch of things about that song that I like. I I really swung for the fences or like I I tried to kind of work out like compositionally and they pretty much all work minus one or two things and i'm really proud of that um for for the singles i probably would also say love no medicine <laughs> uh which is available uh on our Bandcamp only so stop.rewind.bandcamp.com check it out there we go but it'll probably get an official release at some point here nice. and then off the off the new album oh I know everybody's going to be disappointed if I don't say hold it over me, but I'm going to say the aftermath because again, with the compositional stuff and the way that it just like slaps people so hard when they like get into it and they're like, Oh my God, this song, like I hit all the stuff I wanted compositionally. And then when people listen to it, they're like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. There's, there's a level of uh, accomplishment to that kind of stuff where you're like, wow, people are actually digging this. And I put a lot of work into this. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. And since you you go. Oh, so I was just going to say, sometimes sometimes there's a song that you know, and this is just not anything bad about that song, like uh, if, like, our song Made in Lincoln, or but if you're, like, Blink-182, and we all found out recently that they wrote, like, First Date and Rock Show to be, like, stupid summary pop songs, like that yeah. kind of thing. You don't, like, you don't still think, I don't think those are bad songs, and I love to play them and stuff, like, mm-hmm. when it's our songs like that, but you kind of know when you're writing it that it's going to, like... People are going to, you're like, oh, dude, DJ, this song that you sent me a phone video of is like, this is the hit, dude. Like, we're already hitting yes. and you and you keep it kind of short on purpose. Mm-hmm. And you don't really, sometimes when we get those, we like, we angle more towards like, okay, how are we going to keep the the vocals like definitely in the forefront of this mm-hmm. and make it the best, like, more pop that we can have. And yeah. then you don't get in the compositional stuff as as much. Right. We're going to do one more quick question, I'd say, before we uh, go to break here. But I've seen both of you. You are on on TikTok since you were bringing that up. You brought that up as well. Um, but Chris, especially, you have uh, you've you've kind of made a, yourself a following on TikTok, promoting the band and using your vast musical knowledge to educate people. Have you found that that has translated over to new fans streaming your music and to live shows? Working on the live shows part, although we've only had four out of town. I mean, I have, I do have specific numbers. If you would like me, it's going to sound like I'm bragging, but the numbers are literally just the answer to your question. Sure. Okay. So, uh, we went from 175 monthly listeners the week the album came out, like right before it came out, mm-hmm. uh, to then like the, once they all started to filter in after that, hold it over me video that I think you're referencing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to 17, thousand and five hundred wow so yeah. literally a that, huge uh, hundred huge like jump a hundred times a hundred times in increase right yeah that'd be two zeros on the yeah something like that 
<laughs> yeah. So I mean, it, there's that would be the answer to your question right there. <laughs> yes. So we definitely have seen a jump from uh, from TikTok, which is correct. Very that's impressive. Awesome. That's awesome. And that's awesome. Um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about it, and it's like insane because everybody told me like, hey, TikTok is for like stupid teenagers who like don't can't think for themselves and oh, they just God. do dances, and then like I get on there and our biggest video is a video about alternating 14 and 15, eight and like playing bass. And I was like, wait a minute, this is not. So it has kind of reframed our entire, like how yeah. we uh, project the band out into the world. Yeah. Well, dude, there's, and that's something uh, I'm going to say, I'll, I'll say this before we hop to a break, but that with, with TikTok, that is something that's slowly, maybe, maybe not slowly anymore, but was slowly becoming an idea was look, there's an audience for everyone out there for Mm-hmm. everyone yes there's this there's this uh idea that tiktok is for um you know dancing teenagers or like stupid trends and there's a place for that sure right but the more like pat fun. and i have yeah and the more pat and i have even dived into it like we've actually had people from tiktok on our podcast just because they're all about emo music pop punk music and supporting a local scene and that's what their entire following is about so it it it, it there's an audience out there for literally everyone. All you have to do is post the content and, and find it. And um, with that, we're going to go to a quick break, and we will be right back. Oh, hey, Jeff. Oh, gosh, hey. Thanks so much for watching the video. I wanted to tell you really quick about a bunch of new merch we've got. And we got these super, super cool sweatshirts. Got stuff on the back. We got these new hats in. Oh, man, they're so freaking warm and comfy. We even got these cool shirts. His shirts are cool. You know, all proceeds go back into helping us be able to support up-and-coming bands so be able to do this full-time. So everything is super helpful. We've got these really cool bandanas, too. Check them out. www.unsignedpoppunk.com. Link will be in the description below. And we're back with our friends in Stop, Drop, Rewind. Guys, we have one more important question for you that does pertain to music. Um, before we get to the fun part of the podcast, <laughs> and I say fun. that because yeah, this podcast I, hated this, I hated this whole process so far. Yeah, <laughs> we, we do too. Like, honestly, we can't wait Ugh. to get here, you know, <laughs> but the question is, and, um, if Andy, you can answer this, if you'd like to, I know you're busy, but if you can answer, if you could give our listeners one bit of advice that, you know, now that you had wished you had knew when you first started out, what would it be? Don't take music too seriously. Don't take music too seriously. Okay. Uh, for me, it would be listen to your dad. <laughs> okay. Huh. Do, hmm. do you want that go goes that against everything pop punk? But that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, so my, my, I know I'm going to lose all my punk cred. My wife is super supportive. My parents also super supportive. Not pointed. Dude, are you even in all. a band? I know. Who am I? Who am I? Well-adjusted, 33 year old man. What the fuck? Um, no, uh, look, my, look what support can get you. Okay, right? I know, <laughs> I know. I have two cats and a turtle that depend on me. Uh, <laughs> uh, my my, we used to practice at my parents' house, and my dad is a musician as well. He plays guitar. Uh, he's you know in bands growing up and stuff. Not a ton of original music, but just a ton of experience playing and like yeah. he taught himself to play guitar and stuff. And you know, when we were teens, he had a lot of advice for us and. You know, I was I was real punk rock, and I was like, "Shut up, Dad! You don't know. What do you know? I, I'm the expert on this." Uh, and Ugh, get the hair. He out. was absolutely right about every single thing he suggested <laughs> for practice routines and how to write a song and what you need to do to be better. And he knows that I feel that way now. Uh, but yeah, it, it, we would be as good as I feel like Chris and I are at singing harmony together, which is okay. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we would be like a hundred thousand times better if we'd practiced doing it when he said to start practicing doing it and not yeah. until we were like 19. Absolutely. Fair. That's fair. Chris, Chris what, you? what do you got? Uh, that was also the first thing that jumped into my head, but it's, it's funny to ask a bunch of like, I, we're like decently into our thirties now. So we're kind of at that age where we like circled back to most people's advice and we're like, Oh, those people who we thought were old stupid actually do what they're talking about because they're old <laughs> stupid. Um, and so we started like taking a lot of the advice. That is a good story there too. Um, as usual, I'm going to hard disagree with Andy. 
and uh, say that the music is the only thing you should like take really, really seriously. Um, okay. And everything else is like not if you're going to like get through it. Uh, I'm trying to think because the other one, the big one is that we needed to stay consistent in the past with like booking and like actually getting freaking work done. And we were so like, I would turn like procrastinating or like put it off till tomorrow or like whatever, like even just with like some of these weekenders that we actually are like getting booked and like people are coming to see us and not like a lot, like, but like five people that we like are really excited that they're there in like new towns and like different towns and stuff. We could have, we could have been doing this like eight years ago and been eight years down the line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In like, uh, playing out of state and like having a different or like you know more built up following, but we just were like, well, we had like some shows here this month, so like that's fine, and I'm gonna play video games and like drink now, and like yeah. not that I don't still like to play video games and drink because I definitely do that, right? Um, As you should, but there is a time to like sit your shit down and actually get work done, right? Yeah, and there and there's there you know like you're saying there's there's two sides to that coin. It's it's a it's a balance. Like for me personally, I know I took music way too seriously to the point where I got burnt out and now I'm not even in the band anymore. Right. Like, and if I were to get into another band, it's yes, there's that, there's that level of seriousness that I want to bring into it, but I don't want to over exhaust myself to the point where I burn out. Cause I still want to enjoy the fact that I'm playing music. And mm-hmm. that's like, well, and my, me, my comment is not necessarily about uh, my comment is not necessarily about uh, the, um, the amount of time or effort you put into it because you should put as much effort as you can into anything you do including music my comment more is like the people who take especially like me when i was in high school you know you take music so seriously to the point to where you don't even really understand it anymore Mm. right like you try to think of all kinds of different ways to you know do this or that and it's not about the music anymore at some point yeah, where you take it, you take and it doing so that kind of becomes concurrently a shadow of itself, right? Because doing that also concurrently like puts you backwards because <laughs> all people really want is they want you to to sound good and make it feel good, right? Right, right. And that's did really, you guys catch? Really did you guys catch all? Did you guys catch all that? Because I I missed most of that. that no, 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 yeah, I, I missed. Caught, I caught most I, of it. I caught. Most it was coherent. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I I mostly heard gaps. Sorry, Andy. I'm sure oh, no, I was really. No, repeat it if you need me to for the. <laughs> I think so we got I like it. talking to a drunk person. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It it was you, you could uh, understand most of it on our end. So good, oh, okay, good, good. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> gonna, it was really. We're gonna listen back to this point. podcast when it comes out, and it's gonna be like, ah, fuck. Why didn't we just redo it? <laughs> ah, fuck me. <laughs> but no, I, like I I appreciate. I appreciate that mindset that Andy, Andy brings to it. And, and it's something that I wish I had done personally. It's just, you know, I talked so much out of my ass when I first started. Like, I thought I knew can it you, all. Can I you did. repeat the mindset that we're talking about for me so I know what you're talking about? <laughs> uh, Sorry. Uh, we're talking about DJ's mindset of listening to your father. No. <laughs> um, uh, I'm talk, talking about the mindset of, uh, uh, for, for me personally, uh, I took music so seriously that I was talking out of my ass a lot when I didn't know what the hell I was talking oh. about just so I could okay. say that I was doing something. And, and it's an easy, I know it sounds dumb, but it's an easy rut to find yourself in. And then once you surround yourself with, with players who, um, who are so good at what they do that like, they're just cool by being themselves and by playing what they play uh, that you're like, oh shit, these people know so much more than me. And if I had just, back to DJ's comment, if I had just listened to the people around me who were telling me what to do to get to where yeah. they are, I'd be so much farther along <laughs> what Chris was talking about. If I could only do it, then I'd be like so many years farther along by now. And now I have to start now. So I'm like eight years down the line and it just snowballs. And so mm-hmm. it's like, I enjoy taking all the aspects and I think even our listeners will too, because we have a lot of listeners who are just starting bands. They're, they're in bands that are just starting to, you know, get some traction. And then even some who are just where they want to be and just looking for more advice. So having all kinds of mindset mindsets and perspectives really gives a solid ground and a solid founding into what you want to do, not only as a person, as a musician, 
and being in a band. It's awesome. I had the floor for too long there, didn't I? I'm sorry, boys. With all of that said, we are going to uh, introduce our next segment. This segment is called the Obscure Question Segment, and every everyone is allowed to answer the way they want to answer. It's just obscure. So enjoy it. We are now off yeah. the music entirely and going straight into who we are as people that's- and and then that, that's, that's, what you that's think, all that is. That's what you think. <laughs> oh, yeah. I swear, if anybody can make this about music, then Chris. And that, I was like, you are going to be surprised when my answer is entirely yeah. Anyway. <laughs> hey, you all guys. Right. It was great talk, talking to you, but I got to head out and I got to start playing in a couple minutes. So thanks right, you so dude. much for the interview. Dude. And uh, I'll see you. Absolutely. Hey, Andy, thanks good. for being here. Have a good show. You're welcome. Thanks. All, all right. right, now that Andy's gone, we can shit talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here's the first question. If you had two days left to live and had unlimited resources, how would you spend those last two days? Uh, mine is immediately going to be music. I don't know. I don't there, know why oh, you thought wow, that wasn't oh. going to be. <laughs> Dude, I, I, you I don't know why you thought, I don't know why you thought that wasn't going to be. I, I am immediately going to take all of my, in my biggest rig and just set it up somewhere. And take like some beers and then probably do my fucking insane loops for like three hours or something. And then probably go hang out with like all my buddies and maybe like jam some more. And then like, uh, you know, meet up with, that'd be like day one. And then, uh, and then see, you know, probably see everybody or like, and then meet up with my, my woman, obviously for day two here. There you go. Yep. Uh, all, all of that, uh, but at the Grand Canyon, I think, hmm. is where I would be. You might have an uh, issue with the power supply, but, uh, you know, bring acoustics. Yeah, I have unlimited resources <laughs> in this scenario, so I can yeah, buy right. a generator. Oh, that's, that's true. Oh, I yeah, forgot about I can this. buy a generator, and we can, the we most can important do a gig on the, the Grand Canyon, and then my wife and I will hike and camp, and my cats will be with me. I will say um, this, though. I've run shows off generators. Don't do it. Yeah, well, I mean, a, yeah, we've done a, yeah. we've done a million of those. Oh, they're it's, the worst. Well, I'm going to put a pin. Yeah. I'm going to put a pin to the music story to ruin your segment here for that. Um, <laughs> but Damn like, it. I don't understand. I guess to like maybe to get somewhere, I could go buy like more bigger amplifiers just to like experience like an actual wall of sound or something. But like the effect is the same. Like what I'm actually going to be doing. The resources is an interesting part of that because you can't like buy something that's going to like cure you, right? Like, hmm. no. No, it's like, like the the world is ending. So yeah. okay, I don't know. I'm a, like literally. I just described also what I do if I don't have a gig on a Saturday. So like maybe <laughs> my life is night. I like literally practice by myself. Maybe like walk around outside, and then I try to set up a jam with my buddies, and then we have like our girlfriends and wives meet us once we've like ran out of Blink songs to play and are like good in slosh. <laughs> then they come over and we like hanging out with them. Like that is like an ideal day for me. So I don't. I don't really need a lot of resources to do that, I guess. But that's great, though. Like, that's awesome. If that, like, that's it, it. It sounds like for both of you, it's just very like you, you pretty much have what you want already, and it's very simplistic. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Some of that is because we've been in a band for a million years, and so you don't get. I mean, the, our budget is uh, tight. <laughs> right so like yeah. we can only we can only think it, but... of the resources that like we currently have on hand and what we kind of want <laughs> like sitting here like oh i'd i'd buy the the freaking uh, chrysler building and like build a big ass like you know, unlimited <laughs> resources you say i'd have every worker build a water slide in an hour uh and, and <laughs> i would like go down the the empire or not the Chrysler building and with the biggest world, like you know, just like all these things, the longest water slide. And, yeah. and that's only the first hour. You know what I mean? I have unlimited I, resources. I guess to be philosophical about it though, like you only do those things so that you can tell people about it or remember them later when you like are thinking about the they enrich your life. But if your life is ending, there's no point in doing like new, like, why do you need to go down a while? You're not going to tell anybody about it. You'll be dead. Hmm. Maybe that's day one. Day two, I can tell people about it. Day two is spent just telling as many people about it. Day as you two, can. I, I have unlimited resources. I have the to... front page ad on every single newspaper in the world right, already ready to go. 
He took he took out an ad in fucking AP or something. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> All right. Next or question. Sky writing. I wrote a water slide. Yeah, right. And, and I'd have it like plant unlimited resources. I'd have it oh. planned to the time where it's like I, I've already put my deposit down. You know, like two months, two months. <laughs> oh my ago. god! Like it's already up in the air now. Perfect timing because I got to fit it in two days. <laughs> this is a logistical nightmare, but I'll make it happen. Do you want to hear our, our generator, our generator gig story? Absolutely yeah. not. Okay, good. Well, well I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, go for it. Because it's because it's an intent. DJ knows what I'm talking about, right? No. No. Oh, well, on the, with the the beach the beach gig. Yes, I do now. That was. All. Remember, they had to fill up. They, they we ran out of gas at some point. And they had to fill up the gen. The dads had to fill up. Okay, I played a, a brewery in Indiana, in Michigan City, Indiana, on a Friday night with like a fusion band, like like serious fusion. The drummer played with Sean Lane and Jonas Helborg in the nineties. So like for real fusion shit. Um, and there was like a bridal, uh, a bachelorette party there. I get a call or like a weird message on Facebook the next day. And it is the bride from the bachelorette party. And she said, Hey, I saw you at the brewery last night. I need my music for my wedding bailed on me. Uh, can you guys play our wedding? And I was like, Oh yeah, I have different groups that play your wedding. I was like, when is the wedding? It was that day <laughs> at 1 30 PM. I was on the phone with her at like 11. Oh, and she was God. like, yeah, he was supposed to start at 1.30 on the beach in Michigan. I was like, wait a minute. I we So, dude, we did the gig. <laughs> I, I was supposed to be on a big band, like a swing band gig. I called DJ. I was like, dude, are you free? He was like, well, I'm getting in the car to go to Michigan. I said, turn around. <laughs> we get out there. I thought she meant like a property on the beach. Or like a deck on the beach or something. We got this this drummer who's a little bit older guy, but he's great in our area and stuff. So we got all our gear out there. It is literally in the sand on Lake Michigan. We were 20 yards from the water. <laughs> yeah. So luckily we got all of the people from the wedding to come up off the beach and each grab a piece of gear and then load it like 300 yards down the beach by past the stairs because there was like they weren't by the stairs to load the. It was like a whole thing. Uh, I also left out that this was a surprise wedding. What What do you mean by a surprise? <laughs> wedding? Only the bride and groom knew it was a wedding, and the person. Oh. Wow! Everybody else was just having a beach party. Damn. Well, That's okay, but wild. like, let, put yourself in, in 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 their heads for a second. They're about to have a dope ass beach party because a live band is about to kick it on the beach. Like that's that's sick. I wish I had yes. that reality for ten seconds. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we and and we did and we did. We with a three hours notice, I got a, a band together, and we went out. Well, and in their first dance song was yes. "Harvest Moon" by Neil Young. I've never played that before. <laughs> Wow, that's while that's I awesome. was like while I was like hiring a drummer and like trying to get gear together. Uh, DJ was like learning music <laughs> and like putting everything else together for us. I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, dude, unbelievable things happen to you when you play music for long enough. Absolutely. That's awesome. Oh, absolutely. Oh man. Oh, I I got some stories, but uh, for yeah. another time. For another time. For another time, another, another time. show. We still got two more questions. We might only have one more question if this is gonna because he's probably got a story about this one. Let's be honest. I told you we talk a lot. No, I good. like it. I that's love it. Perfect. Keep it this coming. is a podcast. This is that's about all talking. that's what this is for. Okay. okay, so here's the next question. You have to choose between one or the other to live in California, but it's only ever 40 or 50 degrees, or Iowa, but it's always 75 degrees. Which would you choose? These are unusual questions. Yeah. Well, they're obscure. Uh, they're obscure. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we like to stay on brand. Uh, I am not a beach Chris guy. Chris is going to be like, so well, I, it all depends. How many stages are in Iowa? Because like, uh, <laughs> I, I was literally, my answer to this was literally going to be Iowa because one of my favorite venues in the country is in Davenport. <laughs> I like. I told you every single of these questions. Was I, I be, should have like put an asterisk on it. Just well, like, and, and to be can't fair, play music. <laughs> oh well, well, we should. We'll know that for next time. <laughs> for next time, we have Chris. On. For, we yeah, have that's you know. I frequently do these Okay, so you said uh, Iowa, I, so, you Davenport. 
because of Davenport, the redstone room there. The red. Oh, also, that's a, you that's guys, I'm holding. I stole. I'm stealing Andy's baby. I now have Andy's baby in hand, even though he's in Arkansas. Well, oh, there you go. <laughs> Do you want to be on the podcast, Victoria? Say hi. <laughs> Thanks. She did not birthday? want to say hi to the podcast. It was it, it was, was my birthday. We're actually we're right in between mine and DJ's birthdays. Oh wow! Well, happy, happy birthday to both of you. Early birthday and happy belated birthday. Yeah. Thank you. All right, DJ. DJ, it's your turn. All right. It's Iowa. It's, it's Iowa. Iowa. Why? Why Iowa though? Like, it, it, come on, it's Iowa. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like nice weather. I like doing stuff outside. Uh, I could do that in Iowa, and I'm not like really a beach guy. In general, I know they got a lot of that in California. They got a lot of other stuff that's nice too. That's fair. But that's fair. all right, I, we're gonna. You know, oh, go I think I'd agree. I'd agree though, because like I don't want to be cold all the time. You know, that right. Sounds, right? Like yeah. I'd rather I'd rather there be like less things. Like, but it's like if you're in California, it's like beach type stuff. And I mean, yeah. I, it's forty fifty. You're not going to do that anyway. It's too cold. That's right. That's true. Like you don't get the goodness of the the coast with. And it's that like weather. it's if it's like. At max fifty degrees, or are you going to go to Universal Studios? Is that going to be fun? Yeah, fifty <laughs> degree. On. Like, dude, we live in the north. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, but you'd be used to it and just be cold. Well, okay, fair. All right, last question. <laughs> okay, if aliens were to visit our planet. What is the first? Oh no, I already know what Chris is. Music. Aliens were to visit our planet. What is the first thing you'd introduced introduce them to about Earth? The first thing I would introduce them to, yeah. I mean, is is food an acceptable answer, or do yeah, I need yeah. to choose? Yeah, they they get some earth food, some, earth, some real some real earthling earth chow. What, you're really like, not going to say what, what would be like your offering? Like, hello, here's Burger King. Like, what? No, what no, you? no. I don't want. I want to stay a planet. Uh, we'd give them like donuts and milkshakes or something. Like, no, oh, okay. It's a, it's a sweet place to hang out. Maybe a beer. I don't know. You like oh, beer? Yeah. I don't know. I like Find out beer. how the alien body reacts to beer. Best case, they really like it, and they really like it, and us for giving it to them. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, and worst case, it's damaging to their uh, bodies, and we know their weakness, and we can take control. So yeah, yeah or they just blow it out their side holes or something. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can't speculate as to what would happen right, if we gave like, them anything. But I would start with offerings of of donuts and milkshakes, and milkshakes. Uh, and, and go from there. That's just like a jumping. So off I'm going to be. I, an I agree. I, I would you. say that's a sign of peace. Yeah, right. I would exactly. say so too. Exactly. Uh, all I'm Even saying is, like, like if, it, if like, I meet you true. in real life, you better have an offering of donuts and milkshakes. <laughs> Are you telling me that you're from space right now? Sure. <laughs> Whatever it takes. I need donuts and milkshakes. <laughs> Whatever it takes to get donuts and milkshakes. All right, Chris, if you can hear me, what? I, I can hear you. I politely had you muted that time. Oh, I love it. Well, look at that. <laughs> so here's the short. The short version is we're, I'm doing a welcome to Stop Drop Rewind. I'm doing a car swap with Andy, who is in Arkansas. Okay. So we have the truck we use for band stuff is not in Arkansas, but we have dates in Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, and Illinois this weekend. Mm. And I, I need the truck. So well, I am. You got to do what you got to do. Yes, I am. Ta- I, that person I've been talking to is Andy's wife. Sure. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. So, Dude, look at this. Sorry, like, sorry about these that. guys are grinding while on the podcast. Yeah, DJ, that is that, that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, we shot we shot a video for a commission that we have uh, literally up until five minutes before we got on the phone with you guys. Yep. <laughs> he lives next door to me, so we could do stuff like that. I do. Wow, that's fair awesome. enough. That's awesome. that's awesome. Pat and I don't even live close. <laughs> No, we're like use like eight, six, seven hours away from me. Yep. Dang. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So makes... we're so aliens have aliens have arrived. Yep. Yes. And you're going to introduce to them, and then and they're cool. Introduce. They're nice. Yeah. You know? Okay, and they're nice. So, yeah. and this is a good segue to then talk about Star Wars because I didn't forget <gasps> that we said that. <gasps> um, <gasps> so, <laughs> can I say? Because I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't be so cocky as to play them my band can i say another yeah i know i mean i would think about it but then i would feel be like well everybody's gonna judge me when the what tv alien people are watching and like oh he played his band of course and like yeah my, but like my mom and first. my brother would be like of course <laughs> um, oh, of course you did <laughs> yeah exactly right so i uh, can i can i say another another album or like artist or something you can do whatever, whatever you want man 
Okay, so but if, I you, would if probably you say Beethoven, you're cocky. Let's... No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, I I would probably play them music or be like, check you know, gotta check out this Hot Fire from 2006. Oh, um, straight up. <laughs> and like, so yeah, the because one of our all time like favorite albums and like kind of one of our blueprints of like, okay, we want to make music that is like has a lot of layers and is engaging and stuff is uh, an album from a band called This Day and Age. They're now called um, The Reign of Kindo. Uh, okay. And it was their band before that. And they have like a literally flawless album. That, w- that would probably be there. Or I would like bro it out and be like, you guys like beer and titties? Like, what's up? <laughs> beer and titties. Hell yes. Uh, beer and yeah. titties. I mean, beer. like, <laughs> I would probably give them a beer and then we would listen to some music. Like, let's let's yeah. be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's stay there on brand. Go. Let's stay on brand. All right. Right. You guys did it. You made it to the final segment of our podcast. Now, this is yeah. going to take like mere seconds. So, Pat, I'm going to have I'm going to have Pat introduce this segment. Pay close attention. This, this is good shit. Dang. So, somebody's cruising out there, though. Oh yeah, that's the street. I, man, these headphones are weird. Okay, sorry. <laughs> now, I'm just enjoying the third party. Like, just get it, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is this is our last segment. It's called rapid fire questions. It's you know you just speak from the heart, shoot from the hip. It's yes or no questions. It's one word answers. So whatever's the first thing that pops in your head, mostly. Okay. All right. Pineapple on pizza? Yes or no? No. Yes. Nice. That's my boy, Chris. Uh, MTV or Fuse? Fuse. Uh, I don't really know if Fuse is, so I'm going to say MTV. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Fuse I got DJ was just another MTV. Uh, PlayStation or Xbox? Xbox. Ooh. Xbox. Ooh, both nice. letting me down. Nice. They're my boys. <laughs> They're my boys. Uh, is a sweatshirt a sweater? Yes, Absolutely a sweater not. is a sweater. No, dude, <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> yes. No. It is no. The correct answer, the correct is, answer is, no. is no. But I loved how DJ was like, yeah. Yes, and then Chris yes. is like, what the fuck is wrong with no? No. <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. Okay. Tom DeLong or Matt Skiba? Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong. Oh. Guitar Hero or Rock Band? Rock Band. Uh, rock Band, because you can play drums. Oh. Yep. Uh, this okay, is the last I'll have one. you know. Hold on. They're the first yeah. ones to answer Rock Band on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And also, Guitar Hero, you can play drums on it. You can now. Games. Rock Band came out, and you could do all of them. But Guitar right. Hero came out. They were the first like, one. The first ones, and you can only do guitar and like bass. And we respect that. We respect that. Oh, they, absolutely. You know, There's a respect, they, they, but Rock Band oh, was yes. the first to do everything. Absolutely. Okay, last one. Newfound glory or simple plan? Newfound glory. Chris says the same. No. <laughs> no. I, I'll agree with that. I'll agree that he yeah. does say the same. But he that's does. it. Yeah, it's not, he, he it's not even close for him. Yeah. Okay. No, I get that. I get that. <laughs> that's fair. That's okay. You know, I love how yeah. these okay. questions. Oh, did I miss I... one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Newfound, Newfound glory, glory or simple, or simple plan. plan? Oh, you did you answer for me, DJ? I did, yes. <laughs> Thank you. He's correct. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even ask if it was right. He just knows it's correct. No, I know what he said. I know what he said. He's right. All right, guys. Well, you did it. You made it through the podcast. We want to thank you guys for being here. But before we let you go, promote yourselves, promote your brand, promote your band. Where can we find you? And uh, you know what? Maybe if you guys have any more music coming out soon, tell us about uh, uh, Stop, Drop, Rewind, and and then we'll send you on your way. Great. Uh, well, uh, thanks for having us. Sorry we had some connection issues with everybody being all over the country there. But uh, That's all good. And me being bad at using my phone. And um, <laughs> we are a frog punk band called Stop, Drop, Rewind. And then you may have noticed we really, really like playing music and talking about music. If you like that kind of stuff, check us out. TikTok, it's at S-D-R-K-L-O or at D-J-C-S-D-R. Uh, YouTube is youtube.com slash stop drop rewind. Honestly, if you just Google stop period drop period rewind, my face pops up and tells you that I'm a musical artist. And I mostly agree with that statement. <laughs> and uh, it feels a little official when Google shows it to you like that, though. But we're, of course, we're on Facebook, true. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, anywhere that you find music, 
all the streaming stuff too. We are on Spotify, always. Apple, uh, Bandcamp, yep. Bandcamp, Bandcamp, Bandcamp for sure. Stopdropperwine.com, best place to find merch or, or songs or anything you need. Just buy it straight from us. All of our lyrics are on the website and our Bandcamp as well. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. This was a blast. This has been what? another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? A podcast about life in the music industry. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>